Spirituality and wealth. Are you keeping them separate? Join us on today's show as host Deborah Atien Wilson, known as the intuitive spiritual and wealth coach, kicks that old mindset to the curb. Many seem to think life needs to be spiritual or wealthy when you can actually be both. Listen to the only spiritual and wealthy show to help you create the life you want and the life that you deserve. Deborah's spiritual and wealthy show is about thinking and feeling differently about prosperity and wealth and how they are one. By being more playful about the ideas of spirituality and wealth and not taking ourselves so seriously. The Spiritual and Wealthy Show will support you through Deborah Atian Wilson's raw, authentic and tell it like it is trademark radio style. So on with today's show, here's Deborah. Hello, everyone, and a good day to you. Welcome back as we journey along again on our spiritual path, this time continuing our journey in talking about money and the energy of money. We had our wonderful show last uh, week, got some lovely feedback. Thank you so much, everyone. Hope you enjoyed that. Hope you got some, some food for thought, right? Some spiritual food for your thought and your nourishment. Uh, you know, essentially what's wonderful to me is, you know, not that you get or agree with everything that I am sharing, but that it triggers something within you to question, to ask, to go in, uh, to learn more, to even disagree so that you can um, be supportive consciously of your own spiritual journey, which you are on, whether you realize it or not. I believe everyone is definitely on a beautiful spiritual path. It's just a matter of are we awakened to the reality of who we really are and really stepping into that in a bigger way. So journeying with this topic of money, wow, this topic has so many triggers for so many. You know, some people aren't very triggered by it, but most people are because there's so much that we have learned and accumulated in our belief system about money from other people along our journey that, um, you know, our, our work, our inner work, I believe, um, our inner, you know, turmoil sometimes that gets us, you know, looking at our own belief systems and stuff is, um, is, is, it's just so perfect because we are, we're guided, we're invited to look and see what it is that we believe. You know, um, I'm even being shown, it's so interesting. I just love all the different crazy symbols that I get from spirit. It, it's the idea of, you know, you're, imagine that your mother used certain products in the household. For me, I, I'm just going to, I'm going to flow with it. So when I was growing up, my mom used a particular product. Um, it's a dish, dish soap that's palm olive, green palm olive. We always had it in the house, right? So I go out on my journey into the world. And what do I do? My habit is, you know, I didn't even think about it. I wasn't even conscious to look at a different product. I didn't look at the cost of palm olive, palm olive versus another product. I just purchased that particular product because that's what we had at our house. Apparently that's what worked. That's what we did. Um, and I know that's kind of an interesting, goofy way to look at things, but often we just kind of stumble along doing the same things, perhaps that our parents did, our grandparents did, our, our friends do. And we often don't question. And perhaps that's the 
biggest invite today is for you to question what are your beliefs? What, what is the meaning you bring to, to the, the topic of money, the energy of money? I see it like I see everything else. It's an opportunity. It's energy. So if it's energy, it can ever expand. Uh, we can push it away. We can, you know, repel it and we can attract it to us. And so our beautiful gift is to just look and see what is it doing for us? What are we doing for it? How are we in relationship with money for sure? And how do we link this to being aware that we are um, journeying on this wonderful spiritual path and being able to look at money as part of that path? Um, Next week, we're going to be talking about um, radiant health and being radiant health. And um, in fact, I just had a a wonderful um, new client this last week who um, and I didn't ask her. I never ask why. Why are you connecting with me? We always start with what spirit wants to share. And then we see how it links into eventually within my, my time frame with my client of what they felt they were calling for. And I generally will start the conversation saying, you might have called in. We might be connecting and have an appointment with me for one reason that you think, but spirit's always going to give us what we need, right? And so um, it's really, it's very fascinating often to look at how um, for her particular subject, she eventually wanted to talk about her health, but we started the conversation around clearing some forgiveness energy or unforgiveness energy um, that was definitely linked to health. So the point here is that it's all connected. We cannot separate any aspect of our life uh, that we like to in our sweet little mental brain compartmentalize. It's just impossible. So if you think you can separate and maybe ignore or push aside, uh, not concern yourself with the area, the energy of money, and yet it is affecting other areas of your life, eh, you may want to turn around and investigate it anyways. Um, It's not as scary as you think. So so um, as, as we're thinking about money, as we're diving into the idea of money, you can just notice within yourself, are you repelling it? Do you think you're repelling it? Do you feel that you're repelling it? Um, does it feel like it's elusive to you? Um, or are you attracting it in the way that you so desire, right? So just take a moment and just really feel into this. Am I creating the freedom that I want around the energy of money? Am I creating freedom? Or am I creating some stagnation? Only you can answer that and just feel into that. Is is life groovy and wonderful in regards to the area of money for you or not? In other words, are you creating joy around the area of money? One of the things that the angelic realm said to me as I inquired about spirituality and wealth and materialism and all this kind of stuff Um, that really true material wealth comes from feeling joyful about what you created. So this is your wonderful life. You get to create what you're desiring, what you're wanting. You get to react or not react to certain things that are seemingly beyond your control or out of your control, um, but truly probably have some some link to you. Um, You get to play this out however you want. And it's no different with money. Not at all. So uh, we had a, a lot of different things we were we were sharing last week, but some of the areas you can be looking at around the area of money are, you know, judgments, judgments about self in regards to money, judgments about others. And we're going to get into that definitely because I definitely talk about that a lot with my clients and, you know, distilling it down to this idea of what we talked about last week, um, our own value. What do we, you know, what do we think we're worth? Do we need to be worthy of to receive money? Are we already worthy? And we discussed that last week. 
week, you know, again, it's all going to be down, boiling down to your thoughts, your, your consistent thoughts that have turned truly into your beliefs. They not, may not be true about money or you and your relationship to money, but your beliefs are certainly worth investigating. So some of the highlights that we shared, um, last week is, um, is really that, um, that understanding that any area, and again, this week we're talking about money again, but any area that triggers us, any area that gets our attention in, in some sort of way that's not feeling so juicy to us is always an opportunity to love. So what do I really mean by that? Just, you know, so if we're not feeling so worthy, if we're not feeling so valued, even if we're not conscious that this is how we feel, if we are not attracting, for example, the, the money that we desire, if we're not able to go and ask for that raise that we feel we deserve, yet somewhere deep down, maybe we don't really feel we deserve, so then we can't really ask. You know, there's this host of of shenanigans we can cause in our life, but it's always an opportunity. Can I open up to really seeing myself in the beauty that I am? And I don't mean physical beauty. I mean the essence of our true beauty, right? Can I see myself? Can I feel myself as already being worthy, already being deserving, right? Because often we are, we grow up with these ideas where we have to, you know, we have to earn it. You have to be good, right? You have to behave. You have to do certain things in order to quote unquote, be successful and quote unquote, uh, attract certain levels of, of money, if you will. And, and is that all really true? So we were peeking at that and just, just this understanding that, um, you know, what we're saying about money, you can say about a lot of different things. So how are you feeling about it? What are you thinking? Um, you know, we get to decide again, we talked about this, we get to decide how and what we want to do to attract money. It's our choice. And, you know, I hear people all the time, well, Deborah, this is, you know, this is the job. This is what I went to school for. This is my career. You know, I'm too old to change something now. To da, 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 da. You know, on and on and on and on and on. And, um, and when I'm in my sassiness with love, of course, it's always, well, yes, that's your earth reality right now. But you're always a choice to stay in that area right? You're always at choice to see that it's limited. One of the things I wrote in my book, It's Okay to Be Spiritual and Wealthy, is um, is really a chapter um, in regards to the idea of money and seeing it as being able to flow to you in a multitude of ways. So that's something to look at. Like, does it really have to only come through one stream? And when we really look at it, seeing source, seeing God, seeing the essence of everything being our source, well, then our potential is unlimited. And again, it's choice. How much do you want to wake up? How much do you want to get more conscious? How much do you want to to shift some of the beliefs you may have about money that you may not even realize, but are there just right under the surface waiting to be evaluated? Like get a little microscope out there and check them out. So we get to decide. Again, money is energy. And I know, you know, we hear that. It's like, what the heck does that mean? Uh, In a way, I want to say it's benign. I want to say it has a neutrality to it. It is what we decide what it means. It's what we decide that it's going to be for us and for others that um, determines how it is going to play out and show up in your life. So if we look at it as just neutral, and you get to create, imagine um, even clay, this idea like, like before the artist 
forms something out of a block of clay, the clay in that moment is, I'm just going to call it this, it's in this neutral state. It just is, right? There's there's a form, clearly, because it might be in a block or it might be in a, a blob or something. But then the artist, you, me, gets to decide what is the form we want that clay to take shape, right? And depending on our expertise in the ability to uh, translate whatever that that conscious uh, picture is into that clay, we're doing the same thing with money. It's benign. It's neutral. It's just there waiting for you to expand it, to form it, to, to grow it, whatever you want to do with it. So just getting behind this energy of uh, money and the energy of money, and it is whatever you're making it out to be. And does that work for you? Does it work for you? Our ask, so collectively, the spiritual peeps that I and you are surrounded with, is that you just open to seeing it, seeing the money, seeing you about money, seeing the world in regards to money differently. Because ultimately, what we're wanting for you, for each of us, for ourselves, is to create freedom in any area of your life that you choose. And that's a really important word for me. It's so important that on the back of my book, I literally wrote, create a life of freedom. So I'm inviting through different um, chapters and words and highlighted and italicized uh, beautiful words, this invitation to create a life of freedom. And so where are you restricting? Just think about it for a second. Am I restricting some area? What does that look like? Hmm. Hmm. Okay. So, um, we also talked about last week, the idea of, of course, we've heard this money's not going to, you know, you're not going to be happy. Money can't buy you happiness. Da, 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 da. Yes. True. In many aspects, we totally get it. However, what it can do for us is create that freedom freedom to have more options to choose. Even if that's in your healthcare, as important and as simple as that, right? Um, It's about freedom. How much freedom is important to you? What does that look like? We also talked about that throughout the world, not everyone clearly is living in, in the same areas that even maybe need money or not. You know, if you're a tribe somewhere in Africa that's literally living um, in the jungle, may not need a lot of money, right? Self-sufficient, living off the land, totally different than maybe here in the U.S. or abroad. So it's this idea of, again, what is it you want to do with it? What are your needs? What are your wants? What are your desires, right? Because what I love about it is it creates this ability to have more freedom for yourself and to be of service to others, really to, to, uh, to bring value to more of your life if you so choose and value in one way. This is not the end all be all, of course, but um, I really like the idea that for me, I get to pass on to my children um, not about a passing on some big inheritance or anything like that. In fact, I tease them. I'm like, I'm, I'm spending it all. Don't you worry about it. I'm going to flow it around the world. You're not getting anything because I would never want my children to be waiting to have some sort of nest egg. However, what I can do for them, right, is to say, you pick the college you want to go to. And no matter what, we're going to make that happen for you. That's important to me. I love that freedom to choose right? I, um, I made that happen for myself, even without having parents who were able to do that for me. 
I did it for myself, right? And of course, my can, my kids could do that too. But I wanted them to have that freedom to maybe have some other things in their lives besides um, having any kind of concern about how will I pay for college. So that's important to me. What's important to you? What's important to you? What would you like to do? So many people want to see the world, you know? You can backpack. That, that may not, may not um, require a, a huge, substantial um, amount. But having the choice to backpack versus stay in a luxury hotel, that might appeal to you. What is it? What is it that you want? Um, and again, often people arrive at a certain level of material wealth only to sit there and go, huh, not what I thought it would look like. Haven't we all had that in our lives where there is... Um, there's something that we we thought we wanted, we desired it, we were all over it, and um, and then we arrive there, we get it, and we're like, huh, yep, that is not what I thought it was going to look like or feel like, right? And and that's okay. The beauty I like about that that I even had for my own self that I talked about last week was this idea is it gave me an opportunity to go, okay, so if this or that or this person or whatever the experience I was choosing, especially around wealth, if that didn't quote unquote bring me happiness, then what was going to? And that helped me to investigate. So the uncomfortableness around money, not having it, then having it, I mean, how interesting is that? Gave me so many opportunities to go in and look and still do. Don't give me, they still does. Because it's ever expanding, you know, whatever level we want to go to and take our, our life to in any arena, we get to, um, we get to expand it and we get to investigate and we get to um, continue kind of to dig up and uh, refresh some of those beliefs that may be kind of uh, limiting for sure. I shouldn't even say kind of, that are limiting. Why am I saying kind of? Good Lord. So I love that. I love that, that there's this opportunity to always go inside and evaluate. And so anytime you're not feeling joyful about something, that can absolutely be an opportunity to just look within. And I just want to take a moment to say we are taking callers today. So um, if you want to talk about anything with the energy of money around your life, um, maybe even what's worked for you, maybe you have something that you could share that would support um, our wonderful spiritual wealthy audience. The number is 866-404-6519. Gives me an opportunity to take a sip of water. Mm. Okay, so... Off we go. More, more fun, more grooviness around money. Um, we talked. We started to talk about. And we left off on some ideas last week about um, awakening through the energy of money. Like, what would we do? And and I think one of the most important things that um, I even said last week was this idea of if there's any subject subject that you would want to learn about. Right, you don't just do nothing. But you 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 investigate. You take a class. You read a book. Right. You you get a home study course. You go to a seminar. You go to a weekend retreat. Blah blah blah. Right. You go to school. I mean, this is why we. One of the reasons why we go to school is to maybe even learn a trade. Right. So if you are interested, truly interested, about shifting your perspective and thus your attraction around money, financial freedom. Well, why wouldn't you study about it? Why wouldn't you study money? Why wouldn't you study people with money that you admire that are out doing what they love and serving the world, really making a difference on our planet? And it doesn't take being a billionaire or a multimillionaire to do that, right? It doesn't. Um, so studying is super, super important. And as you study, what will happen is you will have the opportunity to look at your own beliefs. There will be things that you'll go, huh, 
That's interesting. We've all had that. You've read a book. Books have changed my life, which is one of the reasons I wanted to write one and share. I had this, you know, impulse. And of course I was shown by spirit to write and I, I'm editing again, although I, I won't talk too much about the next book. Uh, like I did the last one, I'll just birth it, right? I'll get it, get it out there. Um, and, but the idea of books, like I, I wish this is the silliest thing I could say, but I wish I could eat them. Like there are so many wonderful, amazing books out there with these great ideas, often saying the same thing, talking about the same subject, for example, about money, but saying it in a way that uh, it just, uh, it gets in. It finally like just lands within you. And sometimes these books just plant seeds for us. Like, oh, okay. All right. I kind of get it. And then we read the next book or we hear the next show or we uh, do a a session and, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, aha. You know, there's a breakthrough with your belief. So looking at your beliefs will absolutely um, be exponential as you actually decide, I'm going to study about money. I'm going to study about the the hows and the whys and the whens and everything about money, right? Another thing we talked about was this idea of your communication and what are you saying about money. This is so important because it's such a clue to your own beliefs, my own beliefs. What are we saying? Um, I'm not sure if I said this last week, but I I know one of the things that I, I think I did, you know, it's coming back to me, but one of the things that I needed to look at for myself was this idea that I, um, I would run into, uh, meet people, um, who clearly at the time, especially had a lot more money than I did, or at least I felt they did. And I just felt like often our, our conversations were shallow. So I've had this belief that I've needed to investigate, put under the microscope, this idea of people with money are shallow. Hmm. Well, that's not going to do me any good, right? Because then that's going to limit me. So think about what you say. So what what do you believe about people with money? I think we, we left off there um, last week. What is it that you believe, right? What do you believe when people raise their, their fees and their pricing, right? Are, are they greedy, right? What is it that you're saying? It's so important to investigate what we're saying because it absolutely will, if we look, we'll have a thread to a, a belief, right? So if I'm thinking people are shallow that have quote unquote money more than I do, um, then why would I want to open up more freedom for myself around money? Because my belief is that they're shallow and I don't want to be shallow, never want to be perceived as shallow, right? Although someone might perceive me anyways, but I never want that, that essence of shallowness to be around my very being. I, I want to feel and be, you know, this, this expansive being of depth and authenticity and, um, and heart connection and, and all these things that are just the opposite of really being a shallow, um, person or showing up as a shallow person. So, um, I know we have Ken on the line, so Ken, hold on just a little bit and we will definitely get to you. Cause I want to, want to talk to as many people that want to jump on and we can play. Um, but let's just, just take a moment. Just if you're in a place where you can even close your eyes, receive a beautiful breath, surround yourself. I love to just, um, I think it's a very easy way for people to understand, just surround yourself with what we say is a loving white light, beautiful white light. Surround yourself with the energy of higher consciousness than you might be aware of right now. And just allow yourself to see 
So allow this loving energy to reveal to you. You don't necessarily have to figure it out. But when we say to you, what do you believe about people with money? Who are they? What are they like? How would you describe them? Right? What do you say about them? And even the idea, Spirit's showing me the word corporation. I hear so many people, ah, government and the corporations and they're so greedy and da, da, da. Every time we say those words, we are limiting ourselves, I promise you. So what are you saying? I love it. I um, I have to share this story because it cracks me up. I, I love to just just witness and just watch and not try and correct or coach or anything. But I, I went to this, um, this wonderful talk, um, several months ago. So we're up in the mountains, beautiful talk. A great friend of mine is sharing her wonderful spiritual wisdom. And, and I ran into someone I, I knew had met before. And, um, so, you know, a good acquaintance, not a great friend, but a good acquaintance. And, um, and I, I just love it because as, as I tuned in and just, talking to him, um, just like, Hey, how's it been? How's it been going? You know, we talked about our businesses or whatever. He would not stop talking about money. And, um, and it was so fascinating because it was that essence of, it's not about the money. It's not about the money. It's not about the money. And I kept watching him and thinking, wow, it re- it's all about the money for him. As much as he's uh, trying to distance himself and to be in this, uh, in this conscious spiritual world around um, creating and attracting, the, his whole focus was about money. And I thought, this is so fascinating. And so I just watched. But it's so interesting just to, to see what are other people saying? That even gives us a clue. Like, do you agree with other what other people say about money? Are you agreeing even with me? If you're not, then what is your belief? And whatever it is, is perfectly fine and okay with you. We just want to limit the suffering that people are experiencing around their beliefs about money and the attraction and repellent issues around it and, and open up to more of a life of freedom for you. It's super, super important. Super, super important. Um, one of the things I love to tell uh, my people, and what I'll do is I'm going to I'm going to talk till the break, and we have a very, very short break, and then I'll take Ken right when we come back from the break. Um, one of the things I actually have my clients do is um, two things. One is to, before even contacting their parents, if their parents are still um, um, with us on the planet, is to investigate what they believe their parents' beliefs about money. Like, what did you hear in your household about money? Uh, what were your parents saying? You know, were your parents fighting about money, uh, the lack of money, how to spend money? You know, was there a parent that was hiding spending money? You know, I, I, I remember when I lived in California, I would listen to some, some of the uh, acquaintances there, and they were like, oh, yeah, I can't tell my husband, you know, that I bought a new blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, wow. That's limiting right there. That just doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me, but it is, it's where they are and that's fine. But it's this idea of kind of hiding around it and sneaking around and uh, not wanting to quote unquote spend too much, but doing it anyways, but hiding it from your partner. That can absolutely create some chaos clearly in, in a relationship. So I have people look at what do their, what do they think their parents believe, right? So, so just take a moment right now. If you're sitting right with me, which you are, in your car, your house, break, what do you think your parents' beliefs about your um, about money are? So look at your mom. What were her beliefs? And how about your dad? 
And for some of you who were raised with maybe aunties or uncles or, or even grandparents, so grandparents played a, quite a vital role in, in many of our, um, in our childhood uh, experiences, maybe it's grandparents. What did they say? Right, because often they came from an era where there was, um, you know, for some there was a, a lack. You know, some pe- some of uh, generations coming through the depression. Right, what does it look like? My grandmother still, she's ninety two for crying out loud. She still purchases things and leaves the tags on and waits for a special occasion to take the tag off too to wear something. All right, we're going to take a break. You can think about that. We'll be back talking with Ken. Deborah Atian Wilson returns with more of the Spiritual and Wealthy Show after this short break. I'm Gary Mans. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. We bring a unique talk radio show your way every Friday and Saturday. Whether it's ghosts or UFOs, angels or the afterlife, Bigfoot or your big dreams, you get variety. Everything from pop culture to the paranormal. Visit our website, mansandmitchell.com, for a list of upcoming guests, show times, or to listen live from anywhere. Mastery and Mystery. That's Manson Mitchell on Alternative Talk Radio. Welcome back to the Spiritual and Wealthy Show with spiritual and wealth coach, Deborah Atian Wilson. She enjoys kicking the old mindset to the curb that life needs to be spiritual or wealthy when you can actually have both. And so with more of her raw, authentic, and talent-like-it-is trademark radio style, here's your host, Deborah Atian Wilson. Hey, and welcome back. We are talking about money and spirituality and your beautiful conscious awakening. And we have Ken on the line. So welcome, Ken. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Thanks for sharing about this show with your people. I I love that. That's so sweet. Oh, my goodness. You know, um, there's been a lot of of things that you've said and and the people you had. I love love Terry Hickey, um, stuff that, that you bring to your program. It just resonates with me. So I'm a sharing kind of person. I, if it resonates with me, I feel like it's going to resonate with the world. So I'm yeah, nice. Uh, yes, absolutely. Why not? So I just, I want to say thank you. I have such gratitude and appreciation and your energy from the first time that I spoke with you on air. Um, you've had some shifts, right? Well, <laughs> he's um, like, right. <laughs> yes, I have Deborah. <laughs> you, gave, you, you gave me some tools. Um, in, in identifying and that was kind of a key thing I took that was my takeaway from our conversation and in, in like nice. really giving something a name a color a, a, oh, a position yeah. something you can talk to and then yeah. and, and instead of having no control or actually I should say no no power whatsoever just kind of make a friend of it and figure out what it is and what it's trying to say Absolutely. And you're giving me a great idea to even share right now. And then I want to share a couple of things that Spirit said for you about money and um, and business and then see what else you'd like to talk about. But what I love is there's there's a technique and it's it's not scary or weird or whatever, but some people will call it automatic writing. And literally we can take 
um, a moment. And so I'll, I'm going to give you this assignment too, Ken, just so I'm going to give this assignment to you and then everyone else here. You can literally sit okay. down, you know, light a candle. Um, this is in regards to the energy of money and what we're talking about today. And to me, this is that investigative piece. This is our own study instead of listening to anyone else, which is great too. But the more we can, we can activate and get answers from ourselves. And I know you know this, Ken, where we can bring it in from our own awareness, um, whether we're connecting to our higher self, God, spirit, angels, whatever. We can sit with a pad of paper. For me, I like using paper. Some people like computer and really do a technique called automatic writing. It's as simple as getting the heck out of our way, trusting that you can connect with spirits, maybe picking a certain angel or, you know, maybe even a a deceased character, you know, like Rockefeller or someone and literally sitting with the energy of money and maybe even personifying money in itself because it is energy and it will actually does have a language will speak to us and, and even ask questions like, what are you? Who are you? How can I let go of, of beliefs or energy so that I can attract more of you? I mean, there's, you can ask just as if money was a friend sitting there, which it is. Um, you can ask as many questions as you want and you literally begin to write a question out and often the answer will come really fast. So um, it's just a wonderful technique. It's called automatic writing. Many people will surround themselves with Jesus or Buddha or, you know, in some some form of surrounding themselves in what they feel is very safe and light and then ask questions and you can do this with you know idea of compassion forgiveness you you name it any subject but we could do this with money and i hadn't even thought about this or been given this till you popped on so so there you go i'm going to give you an assignment to to talk to money no different than you did when we were talking about the energy that was in your body what do you think okay all right sound good i like it i like yeah. it you know it's it's funny because it's funny. I, my 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 main purpose for calling had to do with um, trying to find out. Okay, I, there's a lot of, of extended learning I want to do. A lot of more mm-hmm. educating I want to do. A lot of mm-hmm. um, connecting to the the mentors that <clears throat> that I'm following and right. be able to go do some one-on-one training with them. And yep. And uh, and so I'm I'm looking at my budget. Right. <laughs> okay. Wait a minute. Now, how am I really gonna um, still do this. I own, I own my own business. Um, of course, uh, I have a home and a lot of these things. And so I'm going, okay, how do I do this? And, and some of the, I don't know, some of the teachings I'm seeing is like, well, you just put it on the calendar, you put it on the calendar, you schedule it and things come, right? Yes. 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 Okay. So, and you just, you, you don't even need me, Ken. You don't need me. Cause really that's, <laughs> that's it. And, and it's, it is crazy. It's crazy weird. Um, it will push your buttons and it is about faith and trust. It is about, it is about acting as if, which often that pushes people's buttons. What do you mean acting as if it's saying, I'm going to do it. It's being so clear in your decision, the clarity of your intention that you have a trust and faith that begins to formulate. It doesn't happen. You know, it's not going to happen every second, but you keep going back to it. You're like, so for example, they're so funny. They're being really silly right now. Okay. So imagine Bozo the Clown. I do not know why they're, they're just, they're making, they're trying to make us laugh because we get so serious, right? About money. So, so Bozo the Clown is now the new end all be all guru in spirituality and wealth and business and everything. And you want to work with this being. And so he's having this wonderful, um, three day event in January, 2015. And you're like, I know I got to go. This is it. This is the thing I've got to go. It's going to happen. I don't know how it's going to happen. Right. Because that's really where we live from. We don't know how we may have some ideas, but we don't know how, 
However, when we decide, when we say what I call a sacred yes to that, so that January weekend with Bozo the Clown, I don't know, it's making me laugh. Okay. And I don't even like clowns, I have to tell you, but sorry, clowns out there. It just scared me as a child. Um, so uh, my ego doesn't like that. So, so here's this Bozo the Clown weekend. You're going to be all, you know, you're into it. You just say yes to it and you put it on the calendar. And for some people, and I would never absolutely never say, you know, I would want someone to go into debt over anything. However, what happens is you often will say yes to it. Maybe you need to put a deposit down, but when you say yes to it, then you turn it over and you say, okay, spirit, clearly you have guided me to go to this event. Clearly this is an answer to many of the questions and prayers and intentions I've had. So now you just show me how I get there. Meaning for you, what you're talking about is this level of investment, right? That you feel like you may or may not have within your budget. But the decision, when once you make that, it begins to happen. And I've often joked around, Ken, with some people that have called me and said, well, Deborah, you know, do you do a half hour? I can't really, you know, uh, uh, feel like I can afford your your hour. Well, no, I don't do a half hour. I mean, even though I can do a lot of things. But, I, you know, I, I needed to set a boundary. I used to do half hours. But what I, I found is I wanted to give so much, I'd go over and da-da-da. So I made a decision. No, I'm going to be clear. And I say to people, get a jar out. And I am not kidding on this. Get, you know, a canning jar out. And you start making decisions based on what you want right? So maybe the Starbucks thing goes out the door for that week, that month, that year. I don't, you know, you make coffee at home, you don't do the Starbucks. You know, you start making choices based on what you want and where you want to be, not once you get there, right? And I I promise you what will happen if you keep your mind focused on getting there and trusting that it can happen, you will begin to get ideas and inspirations, which is what I got for you around money. You must follow any ideas and inspirations about uh, uh, business adventures doing things differently than you may have done before. And, and it's amazing. Sometimes we just get these crazy windfalls of money. It's just, it, it literally just happens. They just come and you just, you'll be blown away. And my example to you is Ken, you know, I, I ended up going to, for, um, for my junior and senior year, um, into dental school at uh, USC. USC is clearly a private school, um, has quite a high investment in it. And I remember going to one of my junior college um, professors and asking him to write me a note and, uh, you know, give me um, some sort of recommendation. And and he knew uh, of my financial status. He knew I was working two jobs and going to school. And he said, how are you going to do this? And I said, I have no idea. I have no idea. But I knew in, in those times, too, that when I wanted something, when I really, really wanted something, and I think that's the key here, is to want it so much and be so clear that you're going to do it and have your energy so focused there rather than on how's it going to happen, what if, what if I don't get, how am I going to budget it? When you focus your clear intention, the other how pieces begin to fall into place. So you already knew that. I just expanded on it. Make sense? Right. Right. It does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And so so choose. Let's say you have some different events or different people you'd like to work with. You know, write them out on a piece of paper first and foremost and and then sit in in a moment of prayer and contemplation and quietude and just ask spirit to reveal to you, where do I go first? Who who is my next person of contact to play with, to co-create with? Number them out. So just for today, let's say you had three. Okay, one, two, and three. And then you then you set the others aside for now. You focus on the one and you say, okay, I'm going. Yes, spirit, thank you. 
uh, I'll have an order of that, of that person, right? <laughs> of working with that person. <laughs> and then your if work. That's on the our, menu. Say it again. I said, that, that's a, on the menu, this person, that person. Exactly, the other. exactly. And it's just, you know, there's a whole menu of life. It's just like, you know, what are you going to eat today? So then, then the how. So here's key, everyone. The how is always found in the stillness. It's always found in your quiet moments. It's always found in, you know, when everything seems to shut off from the world and we're either in contemplative prayer, we're running and we have this idea, go do this, go talk to this person, uh, create this program, whatever it is. And then when we pay attention to that, each little step of how will get us there. So it's a matter of being able to trust and tune into spirit and asking each day, okay, spirit, I'm going to Bozo the Clown's thing in January. So um, each day, is there anything I need to know as I move forward in that direction? Is there anything I need to do to move forward in that direction? Is there anything I need to let go of to move forward in that direction and really bring that experience closer to me? Does that make sense? That okay. does make sense. You know, you, it's, it's funny you mentioned three because there are exactly three. Of course there are. Spirit, Spirit gave me that number. <laughs> yeah, there, there, yeah there's, there's three people that I, I plan to um, right. use their knowledge and their, and their systems. So, um, so, yeah, there's three on the, on the list. I got to figure out which one's first. Well, here's the deal. So watch this. This is super, super important. You, in your logical mind, don't need to figure it out. Okay, so we're going we're gonna to do this paper thing in your mind's eye right now. Let's just do it together. There's no figuring. You are going to ask spirit, okay. your highest self, to just reveal to you. See, this is the crazy thing. We're all trying to figure this stuff out, and we forget. We just, we're like, oh, I'm all alone. I have to do this all by myself. I, I have to figure it out. Why? We have a host of beings surrounding us. 24-7 that are here to support our journey, to be in joy, to be healthy, to be vibrant beings, to create whatever the heck we want. So I want you to close your eyes. Are you in a safe place you can close your eyes? You're not driving a tractor? I am. Okay. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> or, yeah. Okay. So closing your eyes. And it's the cool thing, you don't, have, you don't have to tell us anything. We're just going to walk you through this, okay, so that you get this, this particular knowledge. So I want you to see... Either the, the people themselves, the, their programs, or you know some symbol that represents each one of these people. It might just even be their name. So I want you to, to bring into your mind's eye these three uh, ideas, essences in front of you. You got it? Okay. I got it. So now, instead of going into your logical brain, which is very smart and beautiful and wonderful, we're just going to ask spirit to reveal to us. So what they're showing me is that... As you, so quietly or aloud, you're going to say, Spirit, please reveal to me the first person that would be in my highest good to work with now. And then what's going to happen is you're going to have two that are going to start to move away from you and one that's going to be more crystal clear. So just ask Spirit, who do I work with first? Reveal for my highest good. And just notice who comes first and foremost. And just tell us what's happening. So you're. Um, so I see the one. I do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and did the others um, fade, or did they go away? No, there, there's actually a toss between two, and the most clearest one um, came to the surface. Okay, perfect. So, that, so I, know, I know. I know now which one is number two. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. So how perfect <laughs> is that, right? So now you ha you actually clearly look how fast that was. 
seconds. You have yeah. number one, wow. number two, and number three. Now, here's the cool thing. Once you work with one, right, then you can go back and ask because it could cha- the order could change. But right now where your energy is, this is the order in which to work with these people. Does that make sense? Wow. It does. Yeah. That's, Easy. That's this is so easy, so easy. easy. And the cool thing, this is what I love. You can do this with any kind of decision. Now, often what happens is people don't, now you clearly, you like all your choices already. So this isn't going to be a problem for you. But if, when people are in a quandary and they have kind of a yes or no, like, oh, should I, should whatever, you can even put the yes or no in front of you. Okay, spirit, you know, is it for my highest good to move in this direction, make this decision, yes or no? And one will light up that because your energy is more aligned. See, it's really about us. Our energy is more aligned in one direction versus another. Um, I've had people come to me with different business ideas. You know, do I go, do I go, um, here's an example. I have a woman who um, travels around the world and she does wonderful speaking engagements and stuff and conferences for women. And, and the first time I talked to her, she had like three different um, uh, countries to go to. And it, for me, I'm like, okay, let's just look at them. Boom. You know, one came to the surface. It literally lit up to show and reveal that her energy was more aligned to go to this one first. And and it's no different here. So you can, here's another practical tool for you, Ken, and everyone else. You can do this with anything. Isn't that awesome? How easy was that? That, That's great. That was really easy, actually. And and, um, I've had a hard time really trusting some of my, what comes to me, what my decisions, I guess you might say. Okay. And um, so I, I second guess that I, I put it off. I go, well, maybe it's not that one or maybe it's this one. Okay, so let so, me give you uh, let me give you another one. So once that happens, so for example, you might even get off of this um, this call, this show, and go, eh, was it really that one? You know, you may, you probably won't, but you let, let's say you did. <laughs> then you just sit your butt down again and you go, spirit. <laughs> I'm kind of doubting here. I would like more confirmation, right? Do the exercise again or just ask for more confirmation. And you will, if you're paying attention, get more confirmation in the direction of what you need to do. This is what happened when Spirit guided me to raise my my fees. I was so uncomfortable, Ken. I was freaking out. <laughs> I was all emotional. It brought up all sorts of fears. I was really, really tweaking out. And I and I I heard. I was clear. I'm like, I heard you guys. I get it. But I doubt it. I need I need more more like more ammunition, right? I need like, you know, I'm in my humanness. I'm all freaking out. I need three more confirmations, you know, or whatever I needed. And I kept getting them. And it was like Okay, so I think one of the stopping points for a lot of people, Ken, is that, um, and clearly even with you, and I've done it too, is we don't ask for more confirmation, and it's okay to ask more questions. That's a great idea. I, I, you know, you're right. I don't. I, I make a decision on something and then start doubting it and freaking out about it like you were freaking out about it. And yeah, and you're right. I, I, I don't sit back down and do that exercise. So I, I love what you said about you know, and that may change. That order may change, but just sure. really connect and and see how they do fade or which one's clear. That's great. I love that. Absolutely. And the and the cool thing is, you know, one of the great reasons to consciously connect with spirit is because spirit is it has no ego. You know, our ego is freaking out. Spirit's like, I see the big picture. You know, it's all calm. I'm just gonna. I'm playing. You know, persona. 
you know, I see the big picture. I see where Ken wants to go. I see what will bring a more inner peace and stillness and calmness and fun and joy to him. And this is the next place for him, right? Based on his decisions and questions and intentions and where he wants to go. And so it's like, it's already done for you. All we need to do is tune into it. And I think one of the things can to really, um, to really bring home is around this idea of, you know, what I teach and I love so much is this foundation about trusting our own inner guidance system. Um, I mean, you know, if we if we looked at a GPS now, cr- frankly, there are some GPSs, especially mine in my car, that might be a little older. <laughs> I could need a revamp, right? <laughs> but in general, you know, we punch the we punch the information in, and we trust that it's going to get there. And this is no right. difference, right? However, if you have a question, if you doubt, if you don't understand the symbols or the information that spirit is giving you, it's our responsibility to ask. And I think this is the number one place people fall short is they say, well, I, you know, I did hear that, but I wasn't really sure. Well, if you're having a conversation with me, Ken, and I say something squirrely that you don't understand, my hope is in our relationship, you'll ask me what the heck I mean, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah so, no, so no different with our connective, wonderful conversations with spirit. It's a conversation. That means it goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Good? Wow, wow. See, that that gives me a whole lot more ammunition. Right. That I didn't have. I didn't have before. So, you know, you feel like, ah, oh, I'm afraid to ask the question because I, I was given the answer. Maybe I don't understand it. Maybe I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to live into it and understand it later. No, no. I need need to understand it right now. If you're you're in a math class, right, and the teacher explains something (laughs) on the board, you know, I think I'll just go, you know, I'll go, I'm going to tease you right now. I think I'll just live into it for a while and see if it, you know, if if maybe next semester the light bulb goes on. No, raise your hand. (laughs) Hey, I don't even know what the heck you're talking about. And and because we all have different symbols that that spirit and in different ways that we're we're tuning into spirit, um, you know, your symbol for something may not be, you know, the same as mine, but you're going to, you're going to begin to understand often you'll get the same symbols or same signs and you'll go, Oh, I know exactly what spirit means. So you can even ask, you you can even ask, I'm going to have you once you finish this call today is, um, is to say to spirit, I am ready to have a bigger vocabulary, a bigger alphabet around my own language with you so that I get the same symbols that I will be able to trust and know for me that work for me. Okay, makes sense. Wow, makes sense. Uh, you know, I've been a, um, I'm in a position in my life where um, I have people to look up to me, and I have to make the decisions. I have to make the choices, and I have to carry the weight. And so, when it comes to asking questions and clarification, I'm supposed to know. Well, that's my impression of myself. I'm supposed to know. I'm supposed to right. figure this out. So right. this gives me a an out. Oh, heck yeah. Heck yeah, absolutely. And and I'm going to wrap it up with this, and I'm going to take Kellyanne's on the line too, Um, is the cool thing, the confidence that I now have comes from feeling more clarity with spirit. Now I feel like, okay, someone could ask me questions about things that I don't really know about, but I'm going to ask spirit what I should say, really, and co-create in that moment. So um, there's such a bigger confidence that will come with this, and um, and I can't wait to hear more from you for sure, Ken. So thank you. Great, wow. great call, great questions, great response. I love it. Go play. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You're welcome. Bye, beautiful man. All right. All right. We next have Kelly Ann. We have... Um, we have some moments to share, and so let's jump in. 
Kellyanne. Hello. Is Kellyanne still on the line? Beautiful Kellyanne. Do I need to do like a shuffle? If I was on stage, I'd start dancing right now for you. Okay. So Kellyanne, we have time for you if you can buzz back in. Okay. So um, I, lo I love when Ken calls in. He's just, he's so awesome. Um, just so great. So thank you, Ken. Kellyanne, I think she's back online now. What's with I'm dropping? Here. Hello, girl. Hello. How are you? I'm fabulous. How's, how's your IMing going? Good. Very good. Thank you. You're welcome. You. What's different? That's I'm supposed to ask you straight away. You don't get to talk. Well, I mean, you don't get to ask any questions. <laughs> okay, what's different no since last time we talked and I am'd you all over the place? <laughs> I feel like let's see. I am. What is the difference? I think for me, it's just noticing more um, consciously the language that I use around nice. the I am. Even like I am tired or I oh. am whatever. <gasps> Like, I'm, like, shifting those kinds of things, too. Yeah, good. Mm -hmm. You know, yes. often it feels like baby steps, but they're, they're, an avalanche begins to happen of an energy shift. And your energy yeah. is so up, too. I love it. So good for you for yeah. what you're doing. Because as you know, you know, you teach, you counsel, you coach, you do all, this, all these wonderful same yep. things. And you know, you know, you can be given the information, but if you don't use it, if you don't take it on yeah. in a practical way then, you know, you're, you're kind of just hanging out in that same energy for a while until you're ready to move it. So, yay. What can we do for you today? Um, well, you know, I was thinking about a couple of things. I wasn't even going to call in. I just quietly sit back and like stalk you and listen. Excellent. Stuff. I love just, stalking that way. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and I love, because I, I love to hear everything that you said to Ken and I'm going to take some of those, um, practices about the automatic writing and then asking the questions. Um, and looking for the signs, and so that's all helpful. So today, I actually, I think it's in some of the, the questions that I ask myself or ask spirit, and I keep getting led. And so what I'm being led to is to clean up some money stuff, okay. um, some tax stuff that just kind of feels very overwhelming at times. Oh, so, honey, I really, yes, I get it. <laughs> My mom's going to be yeah. laughing. Yeah. So we'll talk later. Go ahead. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I feel like that is going to, like, I almost intuitively know that that's going to like move energy for me around mm -hmm. the money. Mm -hmm. And then, um, so I was almost kind of looking for a confirmation or if there's something else that I'm doing. So I look at my astrology and my astrology says like now it's like a time of pause where it comes to the career. And it's really just about, um, you know, just kind of dealing with some other stuff. But okay. it's frustrating this human experience to not yeah. see that happening, but intuitively know that it's going to happen. Right, right, right. And right. Well, and I, so I think you're, I, well, you know, there's, I started to say, I think, and I'm being told to say, I know. So, um, so let's even okay. around the idea of taxes. So what's cool is you are cleaning up the energy, um, around money. It's like your, your sweet little, um, thermometer of attraction has moved up definitely. So just trust that, trust that, you know, we're seeing that for you. Um, and so don't be put off by, um, the, the, extraneous stuff of human life that may um, be residual from before. That's what I'm supposed to tell you. That's one thing. Okay. And then yes, anything that you think, like if you just sat right here, okay, close your eyes. Let's just do it quickly. Yeah. Okay. So, so we're going to have you tune into um, who, who's your, who's your energy that you love? 
Like, who do you like to work with? What is the name? Spirit, me, God, like Quan Yin. angels. Quan Yin. Quan Yin. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, Hello. Sure. God. Okay. Yeah, the universe. Jesus, Beautiful. Everybody. Okay. So we'll tune into her. Yeah. I'm going to bring in Lakshmi too. Oh, yes. Take a breath. Surround yourself with this love. I'm seeing a yellow light around you. I just trust what I get. Beautiful yellow. Moving into a golden energy. Bring these two beautiful beings in front of you. And quietly ask them, what are the top three areas for me to look at and move energy around to shift my attractiveness with money? What are the top three areas? And just trust what you get. What's number one, Kelly? The first one that came up was self-acceptance. Okay. You, you tell me this every time we have a conversation. <laughs> yeah, it's ongoing for our, most of us, yes. <laughs> That's okay. Go ahead. Yeah. What's yeah. number two? Um, Ask them for a practical thing. What is one practical thing I can do? Yeah, so what I'm seeing is like the taxes and it's like I'm seeing a picture, like a bow. Like I'm seeing it like being packed up and like a bow on top of it. Okay, so so just wrap it up. So just do it. Focus on the taxes. Yeah, wrap up the taxes. Okay. And what's number three? Ask them. See, this is where we often stop when we're trying to think. Lakshmi, right, yep. in. show me what number three is that I can move some energy, an area I need to look at so that I can be more attractive, right? So I can attract more financial flow. Mm. What just happened? So what I saw was right. Okay. So writing. Okay. I yeah. don't know exactly what that means, but yeah. I don't know. If it's well, like, I'll tell you yeah. what that means. It's uh, one okay. of the ways that society sees us as being more of an expert in our field, even though clearly, you know, before a book is published or after a book is published, you know, mm-hmm. we have the same techniques and wonderful things that we are sharing and giving to the world. Um, from your perspective, there are beings in the world that can only really, um, in the next maybe few years, learn from you. You are uh, a voice to them of things you've been through, you've gone through, and techniques that you've used that's helped to move your energy. Um, There's no way to get around it, Kelly. You're going to publish a book. So just get over it and publish it. So funny. I'm just, you know me. I just, you got to laugh at this. And trust me, I get it. Trust, yeah. um, Writing a book was definitely. a lot of self acceptance will come into that, right? A lot of yeah, a lot of yeah. self love and opportunity um, in feeling, you know, are we enough? You know, who's going to really read this? Blah 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 blah. So, as you step into number three, number one's going to come more into place. But from a practical standpoint, get on those taxes and um, yep. and be thankful for all that you have and the the beauty in which we live, so that we actually we actually pay taxes to have a pretty amazing place to live in. Right. Right. So see the beauty in them. And then uh, like my mom needed to teach me is to start putting systems into place for, you know, putting the receipts away during the year and getting things organized in a way. Right. That's the key, I think, for you, too. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, right, beauty. I'm so glad you called it. Mm -hmm. I love to talk to people. I've talked to and new ones. It's just also delicious. So Thank you so much, everyone. Kellyanne, you go get on your taxes and wrap that up in a bow and do some writing. Mm-hmm. And the love's going to come in, we promise you. And thank you to everyone for for just popping in when you do on the show. I just love you all so much. And I'm so thankful to be able to do this and, and gift my crazy yammering to you and my prayers that it plants seeds and it opens you up. Blessings. 
Till next week. Thank you for joining us today on The Spiritual and Wealthy Show. For more information, you can reach Deborah on angelsandprosperity.com. This and other programs in the series can be downloaded free of charge from iTunes. The Spiritual and Wealthy Show returns next Wednesday at 11 a.m.